Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. All right, welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're here with Paul Dabar, former Undersecretary for Science, Chief Scientist, and uh, for the U.S. Department of Energy under the Trump administration. Uh, Paul, welcome back. So you've got um, – there's two things I want to talk to you about. Your op-ed in the journal, How the Chinese Communist Party Steals U.S. Technology. And then the second one, Paul, uh, which is a little sexier, I think, that Joe Biden's – I'm calling it Joe Biden's battery economy, right? The electric vehicles and the battery. Of course, you're not allowed to charge – your batteries anymore because there's no electricity in California. But um, that battery economy requires minerals, lithium, nickel, whatever. Uh, And guess who has it? China. So we are playing into China's hands. China is not our friend. They are our enemy. They are our adversary. And they are bad actors on the world stage and they're a communist party. So we got two things going here, right? The Chinese communists have infiltrated the U.S. government's research and innovation efforts. And then uh, Biden's battery economy is playing right into Chinese hands. So what do you make of it, Paul Dabar? Well, Larry, thanks again for uh, for having me on. Uh, on the first topic, um, you know, clearly what had happened, and I, uh, I think uh, when we were both down in Washington trying to make a difference on pivoting, but, uh, you know, many years back, uh, uh, kind of in the, the mid-2000s, the Chinese uh, took uh, what I would call historical collaboration between scientists at labs and universities that normally happens between the U.S. and, you know, Canada and France and, you know, all over the world. Uh, but they, 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 their interaction with U.S. scientists they ended up started using it as uh, a a spy recruiting uh, um, vector, and uh, they hired uh, people uh, at U.S. national labs, in inside the U.S. government, at at universities, and even at private companies where they were. You know, they had two jobs: they worked for a lab or they worked for a big tech company, and they were getting a second check from the Chinese Communist Party uh, that people didn't know they were getting to pass along information and, and to recruit new, effectively, spies. How stupid can we be? How could we not have known that? Honestly, yeah. how could we not have known that? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a slow creep where, you know, call it 20 years ago, this was not part of the Chinese plan. They decided to do it. And they slowly, you know, decided to try to recruit people. They even tried it with me before I was in government. uh, They even approached me with kind of slow creeping proposals of which I did not accept any of. And it wasn't until I was in government and, you know, we were all briefed on the on the classified side, how pervasive it was. But it was because the Chinese took the Chinese changed their tactics. And then they ended up there are a lot of people who are individual scientists who, you know, 
had never read a spy book or, you know, hadn't been briefed on these things as they were changing. And then government policy did when they started catching it, they didn't immediately start putting into disclosure and conflict of interest policies to stop it. But that was something that we were able to start doing about four years ago. Has Biden, uh, I know there have been some cases that have surfaced publicly uh, where some of these faculty members have been busted. But have we, what have we done, Paul Dabar? Have we, have we, have we passed a law or, or what? Because these universities, okay, I mean, I don't trust anything, these big universities. They're all so woke nowadays that I don't really trust them. So I'm looking for federal laws, I think. But what is, what's going on here? I mean, we have to keep the Chinese communists out, period, full stop. That's it. They want to steal our technology, which is our family jewels. We have a big advantage over them, right? Um, you know, forced technology transfer is one of the big issues in the trade area. They were stealing our intellectual property. So now they're trying to infiltrate our research universities and I don't have any confidence in our research universities. Yeah, so there needs to be a lot more legislation. Uh, there's been little bits and pieces and a little bit more done at the uh, agency level in the executive branch. Um, I mean, you know, for the area that, that I used to work with, uh, you know, Secretary Perry and Secretary Briette, uh, we we uh, eliminated the Talents and Talents program. Uh, mm. No one could work for the Chinese uh, and, and work for a national lab. I know that seems horribly obvious, but that wasn't restricted, uh, you know, four years ago. Um, we also uh, actually made it applicable for uh, university grants. Uh, and so at least now, at least for DOE, uh, Department of Energy, uh, if you get a grant and you you know you're at a university anywhere in the country getting a grant, you can't be a a, a China Thousand Talents uh, you know Chinese uh, Communist Party taking money from them as part of their plan. Believe me, there's lots of holes on this you know on those policies. Yeah. You know that doesn't solve everything. Yeah. Um, but I I, I I you know to to your question, Larry, uh, you know Congress has been debating this topic and they need to pass something that's applicable to whether it's the Federal Reserve or the SEC or NIH. All of them. Kick them out. Kick them out. Kick them out. Look, we can't, you know, any American that goes over there, I assume you've been over there. I went over there on the trade team. Uh, You know, you're followed, tailed, wiretapped. You can't make a cell phone call, all that stuff. We don't do that here, but we should. Or we should just not let them in. I don't want to let them in. Don't let them in. Yeah, I, I stop I, these I, conferences. I, Why do I need conferences with China? You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. seriously. I, what you know, what we need we need a conference between the Biden White House and uh, oil and natural gas producers. <laughs> That's the kind of conference we need. We don't need conferences with Chinese communists. Well, well, you know, what, you know, <laughs> actually, it, it, it hits on another thing, Larry. Right? That that. That we implemented right at DOE, uh, which was anti any interaction with what we called the four countries of risk: uh, China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea, required senior level sign off. Oh, any right, right. Any any visit, right? Certainly any collaboration. So you know, an individual scientist or researcher doesn't actually have the flexibility to go travel to China nowadays and to do. An event without a senior sign-off. That's good. And it, 
And, 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 and once again, not that it solves everything. And, and to your point, it's not every agency. I think the vast majority of the agencies do not have any of those uh, no requirements. And, and as you said, you know, legislation to mandate those sort of uh, limitations, uh, reviews uh, to limit exactly what you just said would be good policy. So, Paul, last one. Uh, and of course, we love your time. Um, give me a minute on this, uh, you know, Joe Biden's battery economy. Unfortunately, the batteries, the ingredients, most of them are made in China. Our greenies won't let us mine for the key mineral resources necessary for the batteries for electric vehicles. Even Elon Musk said we should uh, use more natural gas and so forth. But give me a minute on this. Why are we helping China? Yeah, so, I mean, right now with with internal combustion engines, uh, to a very large degree, we still produce a lot in this country. For electric vehicle technologies, especially batteries, it is mostly overseas. Now, they're trying to fix that, but as of right now, the vast majority of the materials come from China and the production come from China. So, you know, the shift towards electric vehicles reduces energy security compared to where we are today, so to speak. Uh, and the reason why the Chinese have grabbed onto that is to a very large degree, uh, they have uh, very low labor standards, labor costs, and very low environmental standards. So uh, we're exporting, you know, people put and say you know, environmental rules, which you can debate, you know, a specific one, whether it's a good idea or not in the U.S. on a, on a specific thing. But in reality, we're, those laws are exporting all of that to China. So it's actually not helping the overall environment uh, for the world, and it's reducing energy security. And, and, and also it has performance issues compared to you know, certain parts of internal combustion. I mean, it's just the stupidest bloody thing I've ever seen because you want batteries, okay, okay, but we don't have the stuff to make the batteries. Now, we do have it, Paul, the bar. We have it underground, but the greenies won't provide permits so we can do the mining to dig up the lithium and the nickel and whatever the hell else goes into these batteries. I don't know all there is to know about it, but you know what I'm talking about. They won't give them the permits. At the same time, you've got crazy places like California and Washington and God knows. I think there's 12 states now that want to ban gasoline-powered cars. So we're going to have batteries, but we can't dig for the batteries. And by the way, Paul, if you do dig for the batteries, tell me if I'm wrong, you will release carbon emissions. But wait a second, you're not allowed to release carbon emissions, so they won't let you dig for the batteries. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, no, absolutely, Larry. Actually, as you said, the carbon emissions for the production of, of electric vehicles, mostly batteries, is is actually quite a bit more than the production of internal combustion engines. <laughs> uh, and so that's, that, that's uh, an important data point. I'm losing uh, my mind. This whole subject, uh, it causes me to lose my mind. It's the stupidest bloody thing I have ever heard. Paul Dabar, thank you, my friend, former top scientist for the Energy Department in the Trump administration. What a screwed up country this is. Get rid of Biden and this climate policy stuff is ruining us. I'm Kudlow. We'll take a break. 
Other side of the break, we're going to do some stock market work. What's up with that? And what's the Fed going to do to us in the weeks and months ahead? Please stick around. We'll be back. 